another ride along with Jeff and Colleen, and Colleen's had a busy day. I have indeed. And that car has a soda on top. Well, yeah, it's a bottle of something or other. Yeah, so, and they're just driving along with a bottle of soda on the roof of the car. She does not realize it. So, the... Colleen has been straightening up her office because we've been working out of our home for months. And um, <laughs> so the, there's people walking in the middle of the street and they just. Truly walking we're, we're in the coming middle up. of the street. We're coming up. And, and I know that they're trying to like, in the, you know, take a shortcut to go the to their apartment or whatever. But seriously, you know, get out the middle uh, of the street. If, if we wouldn't have to worry about laws of videoing and getting people's approval, this podcast would be something. It would be so entertaining. As video. Oh my but, gosh. It would be, be highly We would be sued yeah. from everybody. Sure. So, sure. Anyhow, I did want to talk about something today that we've seen happen over time, and it's really been interesting. Yeah. I have mentioned before that the family I married into mm-hmm. is very talented yes, and very artistic, mm-hmm. very creative. Yep. And we're, we're going to talk about that. Now, the family and I, uh, that I am a part of, DNA, they're a bunch of rascals. <laughs> and we'll just leave it at that. But uh, we're going to talk about <clears throat> Colleen's family mm-hmm. and... Uh, one of uh, our nephews, and we may talk. We're probably going to talk a little bit about, the, about another all the kids, nephew. Actually, so yeah. um, I mean, like all the kids are super talented. They are. There's no question. I mean, like all of them. It's really like, all five of them. It's kind of crazy, actually. And it, it's really interesting because Colleen was in uh, in the the birthing room or soon after. Oh no, no I was there. all I watched, the kids. I watched all five of them take were, their first breath. Yeah. <laughs> were, were born. Yep. And to see them grow up and mm-hmm. really achieve some pretty cool, yeah. you know. And uh, when you consider all but the baby are yeah. adults now. Right. They're all grown adults and, um, you know, watching them from, you know, birth to, to now is just, it's been amazing, actually. So let's talk about Noah, um, our nephew. He's the oldest. And he really showed signs of having the acting bug. He it was really kind of interesting to watch. I remember we were at one of the first big plays that he was featured in. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there it just kind of skyrocketed, but it was Greece. He was about 9 years old. Yeah. He did he did Greece. Right. He was in children's theater and he got into it because our niece Taylor she started doing it because from even a very young age, like five, six years old, she would write plays. Mm-hmm. She would write plays. And she would stage them. And she would make her brother be in the plays with her. And she would tell him what to say, when to say it, how to say it. And then she would tell him where to stand and what to do and if he needed to do something else. And then she would stage these plays. And so my brother-in-law built an actual True. little tiny stage for her out in the backyard. Yeah. And so when the next brothers came along, because she, she's number two in line, she um, she got them involved as well. And they all just kind of, you know, she was just super creative. And um, so my sister put her in 
Children's Theater, and she got her into a great school. She got her into a school that was pretty good. The teacher that she was working under started her own school, and so they moved over to the new school with uh, with the new teacher, and um, it was like, it, that's where everything skyrocketed, because that's when Noah started watching Taylor take these acting and singing and, you know, music lessons at the children's theater and he started seeing her do plays and stuff and he wanted to participate too and we were kind of surprised because he was really very quiet and reserved and he read books a lot he was very into books he was a huge book hound and um he he just said well i i'd kind of like to try this and we were like wait what really and so my sister said okay and so she put him in there and then the other boys because they look up to noah they were very interested in doing it as well. And so at one point, I think all five kids were in plays together at the, at this children's theater and, um, they've just taken off from there. Yeah. We have really, it's been an awesome experience to go to plays with, Mm -hmm. uh, our family, you know, niece and nephews in the cast of these plays and yeah. you know it's it's really amazing to kind of sit back and watch and go man they're pretty good i i you know there, there's so many kind of jokes about you know high school plays or right. young kids plays, plays and all that but it, it was really and it's like really usually something. usually it's well you know that's good that they're you know getting out there and putting themselves out there and you know, they're trying and they're really enjoying themselves. That's usually what you hear. And that's usually code for, well, probably not going to win an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. I so, mean, really, when you hear that kind of a thing, it's they're probably not going to win an Oscar. But with Noah, um, the first play that we ever saw him in was Grease. And he was the lead. And we were really blown away by just how good he was. Yeah. I mean, it was a children's, you know, version of Grease, so obviously they toned it down and it was not nearly as explicit as the movie is. Right. But it was really cute and it was fun and he played the part really well and we were frankly surprised at how good he was. Mm-hmm. Like, really good. I, I mean, I was like, whoa, this kid's got some talent. I, I mean... Yeah, I'm his aunt, and I can say, oh, they're all so wonderful. They are really talented, and we weren't the only ones who thought so, because pretty soon after he had been doing a few things, Tracy, the director of the school, the new school, she um, she's connected to Hollywood, and so she had some agent friends come down, and that's how Noah kind of got his first break, was uh, the agent, one of the agents from Hollywood um, came down, saw him, and said, I want to represent him. And then pretty, my sister's like, oh, okay, well, you know, his sister and brothers are in the play, too. And she's like, oh, I want to represent all of them. So she kind of became the represent, uh, representative for them. And Noah started booking some commercials. And the, probably the most famous two that he was in. He did some commercials. He did a, a Volkswagen one that was in Germany. Um, I've never even seen it. And then he did... Um, he did some, he had a guest spot on a couple of TV shows. Um, All of Us was one of those. Um, but then he did, he booked the National Got Milk commercials with the family that were trying to steal the last glass of milk on earth. 
and um, he played like the old, it was like 1930s gangster looking robber, you know, this, with the you could still find you it on ask, YouTube. Yeah, you I remember I watched it yeah. there a number of times too. Yeah, yeah. We actually bought the that got milk glass yeah. that was available during that run. During that run, yeah. And he, go, go ahead. You, you'll mention another one, and I'll tell a story. I was gonna say, so he did the got milk. There was a series of commercials. I think there's like four or five, maybe six of them. Yeah. Maybe more, but they were all fantastic. And um, little total trivia side note: part of where they filmed, where the glass of milk was being held, like you know, for safekeeping, they actually used that for Barry season two. They filmed it as yeah, the, the um, HBO series yeah, Barry. Yeah, yeah, which I, I saw and I went, oh, that's that's the God milk place. Anyway, um, but the second commercial that he's most known for is he was. Um, I can't remember the last character's name other than Bobby, but he was a uh, the true chem green, uh, true green chem line. Right. Bobby, who was like a kid who had a you know lawn mowing business, mm-hmm. and he he only used true green. So those again were internet commercials, but there were also some that they played on certain you know networks, and and he was known for those as well. So so. At the time those commercials were being played, I was a trainer. Mm-hmm. I, was fly, I was flying around all over yeah. the U.S., everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in Dallas, Texas, mm. and I was up in this hotel, wherever I was staying, getting breakfast. I look up and I see Noah's uh, True, True Green Lawn Kim commercial. That's and there right. he is. There on the television, yeah, yeah. So it was. It is pretty, pretty incredible. It's pretty wild to see. It was him a on nationwide TV. thing. So yeah, yeah. And then what I would consider—I mean, he he did a couple of little things here and there. What I would consider probably his biggest, the thing that he is most known for, is iCarly. Right. Um, most people recognize him from iCarly, and they, you know, say, "Oh my God, it's Gibby! It's Gibby!" and mm-hmm. That's because he was probably one of the most popular characters ever on that show. Um, and we have a boat ton of stories about um, about iCarly and um, hanging out. I got to go to set uh, for a dress rehearsal one, one, year, uh, one of the times that they were shooting. And it happened to be a two-part episode where uh, Jack Black was supposed to be there. And he was going to be at this like uh, sci-fi yeah comic con mm. convention and um, I was all excited thinking oh my god I'm gonna meet Jack Black yeah I didn't meet Jack Black he wasn't there he did not show up to the dress that was for the next week that they were doing it but um, but yeah so um, but I've been on set I've met all the cast by Carly a number of times and and so um, no nice good kids and um, really it was, talented it was really interesting because you know as older uncles and aunts, mm-hmm. you know, we we kind of want to, you know, kind of protect and make sure that, yeah. that everything's cool. And it was just when he got when he got to be on iCarly, and then he was part of the cast. You know, yeah. in, in in my mind, it was like, man, you know, I hope this lasts a while. I don't know. I mean, Hollywood's fickle. You never know. 
he ran through the entire the rest of the run of the show yeah. to he, the final episode. He started out, I think his first appearance was like, I want to say like episode four or five or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he ultimately was only supposed to be on one episode. And they really liked him a lot. Yeah. And they got good response, feedback on the character. So they decided to write another episode for him to appear in. And it was only going to be like, you know, a couple of spots. And they, they were super grateful for that. And then they started, they loved Noah so much and he was willing to do anything they wrote for him. So they kept writing more and more episodes and they kept going a little crazier with some of the stuff they made him do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, he was, he was a good sport. They, they tortured the heck out of that poor character and, um, and Noah because he played the character and he was a, he was a good sport, really good sport. He put up with all kinds of stuff from them. So... Yeah, <laughs> but it was, you know it's, it's, it was a great thing though. And then they made him one of the one of the main stars yeah. of the show for the last couple of seasons, and his character was even more popular. And uh, you know he could, he would we'd be someplace with him, and he'd get stopped, and mm-hmm. people would want to you know get his autograph or take pictures with him or just talk to him. And a lot of times, a lot of very shy children would just simply stare at him because they were just like not able to believe their eyes that oh my gosh Gibby's right in front of me so um you know it was it was interesting and it was really interesting to see him handle you know at first it was overwhelming because can you imagine being 11 12 13 years old and having literally hundreds and thousands of kids he did mall appearances right where they had to actually mall security couldn't handle the crowds because they were expecting you know a couple thousand and twenty thousand people showed up to meet him and it was it was overwhelming and you know he he struggled at first with this like whoa 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 what I think anybody would. yeah I think well I, right anybody would if you're thrust into the spotlight for sure but much more importantly when you're a kid and you're thrust into the spotlight. That just, that's a whole new, that's a whole new ball game. So he, um, he, he did though grow into this. And my favorite story, we were having probably Father's Day Mm -hmm. lunch at a Lucille's restaurant. And we were out on the back patio. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that know Lucille's, it's really good barbecue. Um, they have a patio area that's enclosed and it's, you know, like a back porch because you're like at Lucille's house. It's, It's kind of fun. But um, we were out on the back porch, and uh, this this mother came up, and she said, I'm so sorry to bother you. And she was talking to him. He was probably 15, maybe, at the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe 16. And um, he, he just sat there, and this woman said, I'm so sorry to bother you, but my little girl is such a huge fan of yours. Would it be all right if I just we're getting ready to leave and would it be okay if we we took a picture with with you and he said absolutely and he flipped his chair around and this little girl came up and he he got down on her level and he talked with her he didn't you know say okay here take a picture and then he actually spent some time and talked with her and she was just such a sweet little thing and she must have been maybe six or seven if that and 
she, uh, you know, she was really shy. And he goes, okay, he goes, okay, well, we're going to take a picture with your mom. Your mom wants to, to take a picture. So can you turn around and look at your mom? And so she, she shyly did. And he, he was really gracious. And I was probably, that was probably the most proud moment I'd had of him at that time. Because I, I get it. It's overwhelming when you have strangers coming up to you and wanting to, you know, bother you. Just want to, you know, relax. And, you know, I get it. That's why for me, meeting people in the industry, which we've met a number of them, meeting them is always, I'm always very low key, laid back, just kind of chill. Not because I don't want to go talk to them because I do, but I also know that they just want to be normal people and I don't want to fan gush or whatever. And, you know, and so... But I was super proud of him for, for, you know, taking the time to not only take the picture with the little girl, but actually talk to her and ask her questions and try to, you know, have a a conversation with her. And he did it at her level. He didn't like Mm -hmm. stand up and, you know, talk down to her. He got down at her level. It was really sweet. And I was just, ugh. I've I've heard a number of stories like that Mm -hmm. where, you know, there, there was, uh, a young person who had some challenges and he yep. really went over yep. and kind of said yep. hello, took a picture, talked a little bit. Yep. So those types of things are just really, really great. You know what like I mean? Like I said, he's a good kid. And, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, um, so we're, we're just proud of him. Yeah. So iCarly, mm-hmm. massive, huge hit, mm-hmm. just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Then he was in a film called Rainbow Tribe. Well, he did Rainbow Tribe right around the time he started doing iCarly. So he was like 10 when he did Rainbow Tribe. Rainbow Tribe was never released into theaters. We were hoping it was going to be released into theaters. It was a great little movie. It was really cute. Um, The main character lead was David James Elliott from JAG. Mm -hmm. Most people know him from JAG. Um, Positively beautiful man. I mean, seriously ridiculously handsome and um he was really sweet we got to go up to set and hang out for the day um on your birthday one year it was big big yeah. up, up in the mountains near big bear yeah. uh up 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 the up uh, above the mountains where i was born yep so yeah well yeah it was kind of hometowny yeah it was kind of fun yeah. But we got to hang out with with the cast and and the crew and um one of the other cast members that was really fun to you know hang out with and we we got a kick out of talking to him was um <clears throat> Grayson I can't think of his last name all of a sudden I'm blanking on last names from Talladega Nights yes he was Ricky he, Bobby yeah he, yeah he was he was one of uh, Will Ferrell's kids in Talladega Nights he was the little redheaded kid who had the very heavy Southern accent because mm-hmm. he is from Alabama and he had a very very definite distinct Alabama accent and he because he'd been in the movie and because we knew Grayson Russell. Mm-hmm. Because we knew that he'd been in the movie, we knew some of his lines, and so my sister was like, "Oh, you should get Grayson to, to quote some of his lines." I'm like, "What?" She goes, "Yeah, get him to quote some of his lines for you." I'm like, "What do you mean?" She goes, "Just go ask him to, to, to do to quote one of his lines," and he did. I swear to God, he said, "Chip, I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey," mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. like howled because it was like surreal yeah. to see the small little redheaded boy, mm-hmm. adorable, very sweet boy rattle off a line from what he had said in a movie that we had loved and thought was hilarious. So it was just, it was, it was just very, very surreal. It was a very talented cast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, the, the one takeaway from that experience when we were up in the mountains watching mm-hmm. them film that day yeah. was the, 
I remember the director coming over and kind of, you know, talking to Noah, say, you know, we, your scene's coming up, and, uh, you know, I just want to give you, you know, time to get ready mm-hmm. for it, because it was a you know, kind of an a, emotional scene. Yeah. And so Noah kind of stepped to the side, and I watched him kind of shuffle his feet a little bit, and you could tell the wheels were turning, and he was getting into the mindset of the character. And it was really amazing to watch him do that because I grew up watching, talking, living with this kid. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, yeah. all this. And then yeah. to watch the magic of him turning into that character. And so, you know, he kind of took a minute or two and they looked at the director and he goes, I'm ready. And, you know, action. And to watch him. It was just transform, right? It was oh. just so amazing and, to watch. It. And believe me, it was pretty amazing watching that. It was also very amazing watching him do the same thing on iCarly because I watched him do the exact same thing on iCarly. You know, here he is. He was in school. You know, was sitting with the the tutor on set. I was hanging out with him, and I had taken um, the reason I went is because my sister and I were there because we each were wrangling one of the kids. They refer to it as wrangling the kids, but, um, I got to wrangle our youngest nephew who played his little brother on iCarly. So our youngest nephew, Ethan, nephew, wow. <laughs> nephew, mm-hmm. Ethan, um, he played Guppy and he is most, yeah. most known for, and people still to this day look at him and go, Happy birthday! Because yep. he used to say it on the show. Line, yeah, it was famous yeah. line on that. So, but um, but Ethan, I was there with Ethan and made sure he, you know, went to set when he was supposed to and went back and did his studies when he was supposed to and, and what have you and took his breaks when he was supposed to and make sure he wasn't, made sure he wasn't getting in trouble. But, um, but it was quite something to watch Noah, you know, run lines, Go through the rehearsal, try it a couple different ways with the director going, yeah, yeah, do that, or no, 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 try this again, or whatever. I mean, it was just really quite magical to watch. And and it's funny, too, because, you know, like I said, Taylor, at the beginning, Taylor was our little actress and was the one who wanted to do this. Taylor was the most impatient little child when we were up in, uh, you know, the mountains doing the, the Rainbow Tribe. And um, we're like, Taylor, this is... This she is, was an extra, wasn't she? She was an extra, yeah. Okay. She and the boys were all extras. Mm-hmm. She... She was, like, impatient going, oh, my gosh, why are we not doing anything? Why are we just sitting here? Because there were points where we literally had to sit and do nothing for about an hour because we're waiting for a cloud to move on. I would love to do that for and oh get my paid gosh. for it. Exactly. Be awesome. But an eight-year-old child is not always going to understand it. And I thought, you know, I don't think she's going to enjoy the movie-making process. I think she's going to prefer to be, she likes to perform, so she's going to probably prefer to do things like, plays and live theater she's going to want to do that kind of a thing and the irony is actually now she is very much into music and is writing her own songs she's written a song that um she collaborated with uh this guy that they know that has kind of that's their label now um and she wrote the lyrics he wrote the music and they sold the song to mtv Mm -hmm. and they've used it in uh teen moms and stuff so um She's also written a lot of her own stuff. She has her own private little band. And then with our other, one of our other nephews, Elijah, they are a band called Tasia. Um, and they've got a bunch of songs out on iTunes and yeah. anywhere you can get music. We, we, we did an episode about Tasia. So yeah. Yeah. Looking for that. Yeah. So, but 
Taylor, it was really funny to see that. Nope, but Noah loved it because not only did not uh, not only did Noah love the whole process of becoming the character, he started looking at the back stuff, mm-hmm. the behind the scenes as well, and he was fascinated with that. And I thought that was really good. That, that was giving him, you know, uh, you know, a little bit more of an education about it. So fast forward now. And then we want to wrap well, this two, up. Well, two more, two more things. Uh, so he got uh, a part in the Goldbergs. That's what I was about to go okay. into. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I, there, there was two things. And, uh, anyway, for so. sure, for sure, this one is. So after uh, iCarly ended, they originally were going to give him his own show, um, and the character Gibby was going to have his own show, and unfortunately, it just did not get picked up, and uh, so it never really made made it to the light of day i think it would have been awesome but it is what it is so and that's okay because not too long after i carly ended he did uh he did some auditions for some movies and things and he did a few movies little bits parts here and there he was in um, all about steve sandra bullock Mm -hmm. um very very briefly in the towards the beginning of the movie and then he did a scene in four christmases Uh And that scene ended up on the cutting room floor, but it is on the extras in the DVD. Um, he's done a number of other projects. Bad Teacher. Bad Teacher was the other one he was known for, yeah. He definitely Funny. was known for, yeah. He got he got a, a dodgeball in the face from Cameron Diaz. <laughs> and, when he, and he filmed this when he was 13, and I remember this very distinctly because he said, Oh my gosh. I have the best life ever, life ever. Because Cameron would throw the ball at his face, hit him in the face... She was supposed to do that, and then she would run over after the director would hit yell cut and hug him, and he mm-hmm. thought that was, like, the greatest thing ever in the world. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he loved he loved doing Bad Teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he ended up on Goldberg's. So he got a, a part as um, one of the Jenkintown Posse, which is um, the older brother Barry's group of friends that he hung out with and his character's name was naked rob right he's the tallest member of the group he apparently was supposedly very like into getting naked all the time or for sure taking off a shirt which again again i known, carly yeah it was a that nice was, call he was famous yeah, for huge, taking off yeah, the shirt always taking off carly shirt, yeah. so yeah so but noah noah has been uh has been playing uh naked rob for a few years now he's pretty much He's on a lot. Um, he's just—he's not, a, you know, one of the main characters, but he's definitely a very good supporting character, and he—he he enjoys it. He really, you know, he's had a great time working on the set. He's made good friends with the cast members. He really enjoys working with them. Um, you know, he's good friends with a couple of the guys that are in the posse with him. Um, they do stuff offset and what have you. So he, yeah, he's, he loves doing Goldberg. So, and he's still doing it and mm-hmm. Goldberg's is still on and he's still, he's still doing, uh, I mean, obviously they've taken a break now because of COVID, but, right. um, but he's, he's enjoying, he's enjoying it and he's doing, he's doing a phenomenal job. And then yes. the other thing you were going to talk about, right. which is on the side. Well, yeah. Um, but I did want to say, is it dubstep? Mm-hmm. He, he, Really enjoyed doing dubstep, being a DJ, and that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And I remember his 
16th birthday? What, what what was the party we went to that one time? Oh, that was 16th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the 16th party at the at the studio. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was really really cool to kind of celebrate with him and mm-hmm. um, castmates and friends and family. Yeah. And uh, I remember they were playing some dubstep there, and I said, "Man, that's really that, that's really cool." And then I found out that he was interested in. And there, he did a couple of dates in, in Hollywood yeah. where he DJed. And, yeah. I mean, I remember... He wrote, see, some, he wrote his own stuff for a while. Yeah. yeah. And and it was just really interesting. He was... There was a, a guy we knew that was, like, into music. And he was basically kind of tutoring him on how to do what he did. Mm-hmm. And the guy stopped. He goes, man, I don't know how you figured all this stuff out. So, I mean, he... Again, creativity, music, yeah. and all this... But now uh, he he decided to create his own YouTube video world. Yep. So it is completely different than anything you've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah. it's called Sad World. Yes. And it is really kind of sort of family affair. I mean, yeah. Noah is and and, and Ethan yeah, work Ethan. on it together. Yeah, the two of them are. Yeah. But uh, it's it just really. It's very different. It, and it, it's I wouldn't call it family friendly. It's definitely not children true, friendly, kid friendly. Right, right, right. Cuz Noah's an adult now. He's in his right. mid 20s and he's, you know, he's not Gibby. Right. He's not the characters he plays on TV. Mm-hmm. But he's he's very creative and he's got a very unique sense of humor and he, you know, he's he's artistic and he's expressing himself and sad world is again not kid friendly right but it is there's some funny stuff and he'll, he'll do just the crazy he got my dad in on one of the he's mm-hmm. had my mom in on a couple of videos he's had my dad in on one of the videos and that one actually did pretty well so it's kind of funny that um you know he he just it's it's a it's a creative outlet for him, and he does really well with it. And he loves doing it. He and Ethan, uh, you know, come up with stuff all the time. He's really taking Ethan under his wing, and is really that big brother. Right. <clears throat> but he's also a good friend to him. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just they have a great relationship, and um, so they're they're doing their creative stuff that way. Yeah. You know, and then now, <clears throat> now the only member of the family we haven't talked about is Micah. Micah, who's the middle child. Micah has always been the studious one, the one who's, you know, he gets homework done before he does anything else. I mean, he's very, very, he's all about getting good grades. He's super, super smart. Mm -hmm. And um, he now has started to get into music and has started to make his own music. He's starting to sing a little more and starting to write his own songs. And so now between he and Elijah and a friend of theirs, the three of them have started their own band. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're all busy. They're um, Elijah and Mike are going to be going to the same college in the fall, um, both in the theater program. And actually, Mike is already like he's he's going to be a junior, and so he's transferring from his current university into that one. And we watched this whole process transpire yeah we watched it from the beginning yeah. we saw the little glimpses here and there and you know the little high points along the way we've seen tasia live we went to a yeah. pizza place and saw one of their concerts and mm-hmm. uh 
was really incredible. Yeah. You know, we saw another kind of a talent show that really featured a lot of their, uh, Tasia, a lot of their music. Mm-hmm. And it was so, so cool because, you know, you, you, you flash in your mind. I saw them at, you know, on a Thursday night or at Thanksgiving or at a holiday yeah. or whatever. And they're up there singing yeah. this song that they wrote. And, you know, it just really, it's really incredible. You know, but, uh, you know, Noah has really, really come a long way, you know, from, you know, the Grease play to iCarly, then the movies, then the Goldbergs. And now he's really creating his own thing. And and YouTube is still a fertile place where, you know, if you have a video camera and a great idea, you can put something together and it's your own thing. Mm-hmm. So, it's true. Uh, anyway, just uh, so many great, really incredible talented people in uh, our family so i wanted to you know kind of highlight noah but then also kind of touch on uh, his uh, brothers and uh, sister yeah yeah well because they've all kind of done stuff together Mm -hmm. here and there and that's why i wanted to talk about the fact that they're all i mean noah noah is you know they're all super talented you're right this is noah's episode but they're all just super talented yep yep so uh, that's it, and uh, we really appreciate you listening and sharing with your friends, and um, we are thankful for that. And so if you would like to subscribe, you can go to ridealongpod.com, slash subscribe, and subscribe there. And uh, until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later.